Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our study of Ephesians. On our previous visit to Ephesians, we met you, B.C., or you before Christ, a description of what all people are like unless they turn to Christ. Today, our title is You, New. The new in this is spelled N-E-W. This passage gives you all the encouragement you can ever need with a clear instruction for how to enjoy the transformation provided for you by Jesus Christ. Please listen to today's slice of this week's message describing this transformation. Uh, Come with me, please, to Ephesians uh, chapter 4 as we continue our adventure through this great book of the New Testament. On our previous visit to Ephesians, we entered the paragraph where the Apostle Paul summarizes the spectacular transformation that happens when a person comes to Christ by faith and is saved. I titled that message, You, B.C., because it describes what all people are like unless they turn to Christ. And so the first main point of this paragraph was God's don't walk sign. He says, don't walk this way. Now, just to get us into the flow of where we're going this morning, here's what we've already seen, starting at verse 17. So, this I say and affirm together with the Lord that you walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk, in the futility of their mind, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. And they, having become callous, have given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. Now, I said as we looked at that, you've got to realize that's you, B.C., before Christ. So think about what that means. Now you can flip that on its head. God has delivered you from futility of mind, being darkened in understanding, being excluded from the life of God. He's delivered you from ignorance and hardness of heart and being callous and being given over to sensuality and practicing every kind of impurity and, and greediness. So obviously, our title for today is You New. Someone suggested I really should do UAD if I did BC, but BC is before Christ. AD is Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord, it just doesn't quite work that well. However, you have been crucified with Christ, and now you are risen again with Him. But let's look at the new you, if you will. This passage for this morning gives you all the encouragement you could ever need with a very clear instruction for how to enjoy the transformation provided for you by Jesus Christ. Right after those ugly three verses we just read, 
comes the transition. It was both the end of last time and the beginning of our study for this time. Verse 20, but you did not learn Christ in this way. The contrast is as extreme as can be. That's what you used to be, and now you're in Christ. it's, It's completely different. You've been delivered from those things that controlled you before you came to Christ. There's a there's a mechanism in place that you can use every day that can keep you always on the path toward greater maturity in Christ. You're about to learn how to put off the old man and put on the new man. Now, before we dive into that, I, I want to take a, a, a couple of minutes to develop the concept of what a saved person really is. Now think of yourself as a whole person. You come as a unit. You are your physical body and you are the real you, your soul, your spirit, your mind, your heart, your will, your emotions, all of that. You are one unit. When I was a young believer, I was taught that a Christian has two natures. A non-Christian only has one nature, the old sin nature, they called it. And then you become a Christian and you now have a new nature added on. And you just need to learn to battle against your old sin nature. Now, I understand the seriousness of needing to battle against sin. I, I certainly understand the doctrine of depravity, which says that we are born dead in our sins and trespasses and we need to be made alive in Christ. But as I studied the Scripture, I came to understand you do not have two natures. Old sin nature, uh, it'll preach, but it's not biblical terminology. It's something that people have used to try to describe what our passage in Ephesians is actually saying in terms of the old man. So we'll get to that. I want to help you see how this all fits together. But here is a a crucial verse to remember. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is an improved model. No. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things passed away, behold, new things have come. In Christ, you are all new. You are not old plus new. You're transformed. You're something brand new in Christ. You are not just the old man that you used to be. And and ladies, I'm sorry, even if you're a girl, you're part of mankind, all right? Old man, you, you can live with that. You've been putting up with your whole life. It's not that you are what you used to be plus something added on. What you have now, what you are now, is a more complex being than you were before you were saved. Before you were saved, you were totally predictable. You were a slave to sin. You're all new now, but you still know how to sin because there's a still yet-to-be-redeemed part of you your body. 
Read Romans 7 and 8 and you can see how we, we groan while we wait for the redemption of the body. And while we're still there, we still have this thing called the flesh. It's another way of describing uh, the old man. We still have this battle. You have this whole set of habits and attitudes that you brought along with you from your old life into the new. And you're going to have that problem as long as you live in the body of this death. Now, stay with me and you're going to get a great payoff from the words of our passage. You are now a new creature. The New Testament says you are spiritual compared to being natural before you were saved. In other words, you have the Holy Spirit. Romans 8 verses 9 and 10. In this sense, every Christian is spiritual as opposed to natural. Romans 8, 5 through 10 deals with those two kinds of people, those who have the Holy Spirit and those who don't, which is those who are saved and those who aren't. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 10, Paul contrasts, contrasts the natural man and the spiritual man. <coughs> These are the two kinds of people, the saved and the lost. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1, after he has made that comparison in chapter 2, he chides the Corinthians because they were acting as if they were made of flesh. And there's some very particular and carefully chosen wording in the Greek there. In chapter 3, verse 3 of 1 Corinthians, Paul says, they are acting like the flesh acts. In other words, he's saying, you're the new creature who's acting like the old guy. And that's an incongruity. His choice of words makes it clear, you're no longer made of flesh, but you are still capable of acting like the flesh. Now, erroneous interpretations of that passage have given rise to the, the wrong teaching that there are actually three categories of people, natural and spiritual and then carnal. Carnal is the Latinized version of the, of the word fleshly. And supposedly, and I was taught this in college, that you can be saved but under the control of the flesh. And your goal then is that you have to make Jesus your Lord. That's adding something that the Bible doesn't say. You're saved or you're lost. You're new or you're old. You, you, you can't have your feet in both worlds. You are one or the other. You're not a hybrid. So what is this old man versus new man stuff? Well, you are new in Christ. You have what do we see at the beginning of Ephesians? Every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Christ. What do we see in Second Peter? You have everything you need for life and godliness. So spiritual growth is a matter of living more and more in accordance with the new creature that you actually are in Christ. There are not two of you doing battle within you. It's one you. You are you and you come as a unit. You have this memory, if you will, of what you once were. But it's one you having been conditioned by a certain number of years of old man kind of living. 
struggling to live your life according to a new set of priorities that are opposed to your natural tendencies. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.